Hello and welcome to the Unadorned Word. My name is Rosie G and I'm speaking to you from the beautiful Gold Coast in Australia. The Unadorned Word is a daily Bible reading podcast, a devotional. The Bible has been an amazing book in my life. It has given me strength in times of trial. It has given me wisdom to live by. It has given me motivation for life and business and courage to stand firm. There have been verses, passages and whole chapters that are embedded in my heart and mind and have become part of my very being. And I know that I'm not the only one. Throughout history, God's word has changed lives, impacted families and communities, tribes and nations over and over again. That's the reason for this podcast to listen to God's word on a regular daily basis is the best way for it to become a part of your life. And our theme as we go through the Bible this first time is living the milk and honey life, the life of risk and responsibility. I'm reading today from Exodus 20 through to Exodus 23. And our key verse today will be Exodus 20 verse 6. Exodus 20. God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourselves an idol, nor any image of anything that is in the heavens above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow yourself down to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children, on the third and on the fourth generation of those who hate me, and showing loving kindness to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who misuses his name. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. You shall labour six days and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. You shall not do any work in it, you nor your son nor your daughter, your male servant nor your female servant, nor your livestock nor the stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and made it holy. Honour your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land which the Lord your God gives you. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony against your neighbour, you shall not covet your neighbour's house, you shall not covet your neighbour's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, or his ox, or his donkey, not anything that is your neighbour's. All the people perceived the thunderings, the lightnings, the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. When the people saw it, they trembled and stayed at a distance. They said to Moses, Speak with us yourself and we will listen, but don't let God speak with us lest we die. Moses said to the people, Don't be afraid, for God has come to test you and that his fear may be before you, that you won't sin. 
the people stayed at a distance and Moses came near to the thick darkness where God was. The Lord said to Moses, This is what you shall tell the children of Israel. You yourselves have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. You shall most certainly not make gods of silver or gods of gold for yourselves to be alongside me. You shall make an altar of earth for me and shall sacrifice on it your burnt offerings and your peace offerings, your sheep and your cattle. In every place where I record my name, I will come to you and I will bless you. If you make me an altar of stone, you shall not build it of cut stones, for if you lift up your tool on it, you have polluted it. You shall not go up by steps to my altar, that your nakedness may not be exposed to it. Exodus 21 Now, these are the ordinances which you shall set before them. If you buy a Hebrew servant, he shall serve six years, and in the seventh he shall go out free, without paying anything. If he comes in by himself, he shall go out by himself. If he is married, then his wife shall go out with him. If his master gives him a wife and she bears him sons or daughters, the wife and her children shall be her masters, and he shall go out by himself. But if the servant shall plainly say, I love my master, my wife and my children, I will not go out free. Then his master shall bring him to God, and shall bring him to the door or to the doorpost, and his master shall bore his ear through with an awl, and he shall serve him for ever. If a man sells his daughter to be a female servant, she shall not go out as the male servants do. If she doesn't please her master, who has married her to himself, then he shall let her be redeemed. He shall have no right to sell her to a foreign people, since he has dealt deceitfully with her. If he marries her to his son, he shall deal with her as a daughter. If he takes another wife to himself, he shall not diminish her food, her clothing and her marital rights. If he doesn't do these three things for her, she may go free without paying any money. One who strikes a man so that he dies shall surely be put to death, but not if it is unintentional, but God allows it to happen. Then I will appoint you a place where he shall flee. If a man schemes and come presumptuously on his neighbour to kill him, you shall take him from my altar that he may die. Anyone who attacks his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. Anyone who kidnaps someone and sells him, or if he is found in his hand, he shall surely be put to death. Anyone who curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. If men quarrel and one strikes the other with a stone or with his fist, and he doesn't die but is confined to bed, if he rises again and walks around with his staff, then he who struck him shall be cleared. Only he shall pay for the loss of his time and shall provide for his healing until he is thoroughly healed. If a man strikes his servant or his maid with a rod and he dies under his hand, the man shall surely be punished. Notwithstanding, if his servant gets up after a day or two, he shall not be punished, for the servant is his property. If men fight and hurt a pregnant woman so that she gives birth prematurely, and yet no harm follows, he shall be surely fined as much as the woman's husband demands and the judges allow. But if any harm follows, then you must take life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, 
burning for burning, wound for wound, and bruise for bruise. If a man strikes his servant's eye, or his maid's eye, and destroys it, he shall let him go free for his eye's sake. If he strikes out his male servant's tooth, or his female servant's tooth, he shall let the servant go free for his tooth's sake. If a bull gores a man or a woman to death, the bull shall surely be stoned, and its meat shall not be eaten. But the owner of the bull shall not be held responsible. But if the bull had a habit of goring in the past, and this has been testified to its owner, and he has not kept it in, but it has killed a man or a woman, the bull shall be stoned, and its owner shall also be put to death. If a ransom is imposed on him, then he shall give for the redemption of his life whatever is imposed, whether it has gored a son or has gored a daughter, according to this judgment it shall be done to him. If the bull gores a male servant or a female servant, thirty shekels of silver shall be given to their master, and the ox shall be stoned. If a man opens a pit, or if a man digs a pit and doesn't cover it, and a bull or a donkey falls into it, the owner of the pit shall make it good, he shall give money to its owner, and the dead animal shall be his. If one man's bull injures another's so that it dies, then they shall sell the live bull and divide its price, and they shall also divide the dead animal. Or, if it is known that the bull was in the habit of goring in the past, and its owner has not kept it in, he shall surely pay bull for bull, and the dead animal shall be his own. Exodus 22 if a man steals an ox or a sheep and kills it or sells it, he shall pay five oxen for an ox and four sheep for a sheep. If the thief is found breaking in and is struck so that he dies, there shall be no guilt of bloodshed for him. If the sun has risen on him, he is guilty of bloodshed. He shall make restitution. If he has nothing, then he shall be sold for his theft. If the stolen property is found in his hand alive, whether it is ox, donkey, or sheep, he shall pay double. If a man causes a field or vineyard to be eaten by letting his animal loose, and it grazes in another man's field, he shall make restitution from the best of his own field and from the best of his own vineyard. If fire breaks out and catches in thorns, so that the shocks of grain or the standing grain or the field or the field are consumed, he who kindled the fire shall surely make restitution. If a man delivers to his neighbour money or stuff to keep, and it is stolen out of the man's house, if the thief is found, he shall pay double. If the thief isn't found, then the master of the house shall come near to God to find out whether or not he has put his hand on his neighbour's goods. For every matter of trespass, whether it is for ox, for donkey, for sheep, for clothing, or any kind of lost thing about which one says, This is mine, the cause of both parties shall come before God. He whom God condemns shall pay double to his neighbour. If a man delivers to his neighbour a donkey, an ox, a sheep, or any animal to keep, and it dies or is injured or driven away, no man seeing it, the oath of the Lord shall be between them both. He has not put his hand on his neighbour's goods, and its owner shall accept it, and he shall not make restitution. But if it is stolen from him, the one who stole shall make restitution to its owner. If it is torn in pieces, let him bring it for evidence. 
he shall not make good that which was torn. If a man borrows anything of his neighbours, and it is injured or dies, its owner not being with it, he shall surely make restitution. If its owner is with it, he shall not make it good. If it is the least thing, it came for its lease. If a man entices a virgin who isn't pledged to be married and lies with her, he shall surely pay a dowry for her to be his wife. If her father utterly refuses to gift her to him, he shall pay money according to the dowry of virgins. You shall not allow a sorceress to live. Whoever has sex with an animal, he shall surely be put to death. He who sacrifices to any god except to the Lord only shall be utterly destroyed. You shall not wrong an alien or oppress him, for you were aliens in the land of Egypt. You shall not take advantage of any widow or fatherless child. If you take advantage of them at all and they cry at all to me, I will surely hear their cry and my wrath will grow hot and I will kill you with the sword and your wives shall be widows and your children fatherless. If you lend money to any of my people with you who is poor, you shall not be to him as a creditor. You shall not charge him interest. If you take your, if you take your neighbor's garment as collateral, you shall restore it to him before the sun goes down, for that is his only covering. It is his garment for his skin. What would he sleep in? It will happen when he cries to me that I will hear, for I am gracious. You shall not blaspheme God, nor curse a ruler of your people. You shall not delay to offer from your harvest and from the outflow of your presses. You shall give the firstborn of your sons to me. You shall do likewise with your cattle and with your sheep. It shall be with its mother seven days, and then on the eighth day you shall give it to me. You shall be holy men to me, and therefore you shall not eat any meat that is torn by animals in the field. You shall cast it to the dogs. Exodus 23 You shall not spread a false report. Don't join your hand with the wicked to be a malicious witness. You shall not follow a crowd to do evil. You shall not testify in court to side with a multitude to pervert justice. You shall not favour a poor man in his cause. If you meet your enemy's ox or his donkey going astray, you shall surely bring it back to him again. If you see the donkey of him who hates you fallen down under his burden, don't leave him. You shall surely help him with it. You shall not deny justice to your poor people in their lawsuits. Keep far from a false charge, and don't kill the innocent and righteous, for I will not justify the wicked. You shall take no bribe, for a bribe blinds those who have sight, and perverts the words of the righteous. You shall not oppress an alien, for you know the heart of an alien, since you were aliens in the land of Egypt. For six years you shall sow your land, and shall gather in its increase. But in the seventh year you shall let it rest and lie fallow, that the poor of your people may eat, and what they leave, the animal of the field shall eat. In the same way you shall deal with your vineyard and with your olive grove. Six days you shall do your work, and on the seventh day you shall rest, that your ox and your donkey may have rest, and the son of your servant and the alien may be refreshed. Be careful to do all things that I have said to you, and don't invoke the name of other gods or even let them be heard out of your mouth. You shall observe a feast to me three times a year. 
you shall observe the feast of unleavened bread. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread as I commanded you, at the time appointed in the month Abid, for in it you came out of Egypt, and no one shall appear before me empty. And the feast of harvest, the first fruits of your labours which you sow in the field, and the feast of ingathering at the end of the year, when you gather in your labours out of the field, three times in the year, all your males shall appear before the Lord God. You shall not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leavened bread. The fat of my feast shall not remain all night until the morning. You shall bring the first of the first fruits of your ground into the house of the Lord your God. You shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. Behold, I send an angel before you to keep you by the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. Pay attention to him and listen to his voice. Don't provoke him, for he will not pardon your disobedience, for my name is in him. But if you indeed listen to his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. For my angel shall go before you and will bring you into the Amorite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Canaanite, the Hivite and the Jebusite, and I will cut them off. You shall not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor follow their practice, but you shall utterly overthrow them and, and demolish their pillars. You shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I will take sickness away from amongst you. No one will miscarry or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. I will send my terror before you, and will confuse all the people to whom you come, and I will make all your enemies turn their backs to you. I will send the hornet before you, which will drive out the Hivite, the Canaanite and the Hittite from before you. I will not drive them out from you. I will not drive them out from before you in one year, lest the land become desolate and the animals of the field multiply against you. Little by little, I will drive them out from before you until you have increased and inherit the land. I will set your border from the Red Sea, even to the Sea of the Philistines, and from the wilderness to the river. For I will deliver the inhabitants of the land in, into your hand, and you shall drive them out before you. You shall make no covenant with them nor with their gods. They shall not dwell in your land, lest they make you sin against me. For if you serve their gods, it will surely be a snare to you. Thank you for listening to the unadorned word. And that was Exodus chapters 20 to 23. I so appreciate your time and I thank you so much for listening. Our key verse today is Exodus 20 verse 6. But showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. David Ackman, um, PhD, is Time Magazine, he's, sorry, he was Time Magazine's bureau chief in China. He wrote a book called Jesus in Beijing. And in that book, he, ex he, he told how a Chinese, how a Chinese researcher trained in Maoism explained that he and his colleagues had studied everything we could from the historical, political, economic and cultural perspective to understand Western dominance. Then in brackets he comments, 
They are wanting to get ahead in the world. Why not look at the world leaders? They said, at first we thought it was because you had more powerful guns than we had. Then we thought it was because you had the best political system. Next, we focused on your economic system. But in the past 20 years, we have realised that the heart of your culture is your religion, Christianity. That is why the West has been so powerful. The Christian moral foundation of social and cultural life was what made possible the emergence of capitalism and then the successful transition to democratic politics. We don't have any doubt about this. End of quote. John Lennon imagined a world without God would be a world of peace. Nothing to kill or die for. It sounds ideal. Get rid of God, get rid of country, get rid of possessions, so there is nothing to fight for, nothing to live or die for. But what isn't often understood is where the freedom, the ethics and morals we have in the West came from. They came out of the Judeo-Christian tradition. It started here when God gave the law to the Israelites. A law that began with worshipping God who had redeemed his people from slavery. Straight away, this is a people redeemed from slavery. A law that cared for the widow and the, and the orphan. A God who showed love to a thousand generations. A God who doesn't demand the burnt sacrifice of their children. A God who has enshrined within the law provision for the poor, the foreigner, the slave. Justice is placed within this law, not revenge. You read that passage carefully. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth is not about revenge. It's about community justice. Gandhi realised the same thing as the Chinese. He knew his strategy of passive resistance would work with the British because he knew the basis of their culture was the Judeo-Christian ethos of law and grace. Gandhi loved the Sermon on the Mount. He loved the Beatitudes. He knew that that was at the heart of Christianity. When people said that they lived by the word of God, he knew that that passive resistance would eventually wear them down. Throughout history, love for God has sent people from their homes to other lands with a love and a passion to see lives changed by Jesus. Great hospitals started because those who loved God cared for the sick. Schools begin because those who love God want to educate children and see their lives opened up to opportunity and change. I'm at Renaud and Christina Blottin, Hope Centre, Kolkata, um, at my connect group the other day. Her and her husband sold up everything they had and they went to India and they began educating children and rescuing them. Children that had no birth certificate, who couldn't go to school changing lives. William Wilberforce worked for decades to abolish slavery. Read your Bible, think about what is said, believe what God says and you can change the world. Right now, 
Today, people are still being inspired to change the world because of their love for Jesus. Inspires, it inspires them to reach out and right wrongs. I think about Charles Mully in Kenya, a successful businessman who gave up everything to care for abandoned children. And he, when he began the Mully Children's Family, he began with a handful of children and now working tirelessly since 1989, housing children, educating them, creating pathways to university, trade college and employment. I met an outstanding young man who grew up in Mully Children's Family, now living and working in Australia. Trishelle Grady, my friend's daughter, a teacher at my children's school, for the love of Jesus, went to Uganda, started a school and an orphanage, 100% hope, changing lives forever. Wayne Chek, another friend, for the love of Jesus, went to Ukraine when he was 17. Now, 20 years later, 20 plus years later, he has planted a church and built businesses that have lifted others out of poverty and made a huge difference in the town that he lives. Milk and honey people, living lives of risk and responsibility. Remember, it takes risk to get honey from bees, responsibility to get milk from cows. When I heard about Trishel's first visit to Uganda, it's a miracle she went back. The car she was travelling in was held up. And most of us, we would have got out there and we would have left that country as quickly as we got, could and never went back. But she kept going back and now her life is there. Love for Jesus, love for children and the people of Uganda compel her, bringing God's love. God shows his love to a thousand generations. When we take that love and share where it has never been shared before, we give others the opportunity to change their lives and the lives of their children and their children's children. Be a milk and honey person today, a person who takes risk and a person who takes responsibility. Give others the opportunity to live and experience a better life, knowing the God who loves and blesses for a thousand generations. Thank you again for listening and I hope that you'll join us tomorrow for our next reading starting at Exodus 24. Bless you and have a wonderful day. In Jesus' name, amen.